to. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Lasers and Feelings, or uh, what we are entitling this season as Attack of the Feels, or Higher Than Four, Less Than Two. When we last left our heroes, A.B. Fringle, Paris Dawkins, and the Etchu Unit Usher 1239, they had just used the infinite improbability drive, turned themselves into bowls of soup, and are now orbiting above the planet Una. As they reached the atmosphere, A.B. Fringle was the only one to recognize this planet, and above on the intercom, and in the, on the screen in front of them, the bug bladder beast of Trawl has appeared. Hello! It's my old compatriot! <laughs> the bug bladder beast um, starts to grumble back, A.B. Fringle, I need to see you in my office immediately. Okay. And then all of a sudden you guys start to feel sort of attraction, almost like a tractor beam starting to pull you guys towards the planet. I do not like this. <laughs> oh, it seems we're being pulled toward the planet. Freddy, is there any way that we can stop this? Uh, I'm sorry, folks. Uh, this tractor beam is pretty freaking strong. <laughs> Thank you, Freddy. I'm sure it'll be fine. And as you guys are being pulled down to the planet, um, you guys are brought down um, and you're forced to land, essentially, on this. Um, it's sort of like, uh, I hate to make the comparison, but it's sort of like Coruscant from uh, Star Wars. Um, but it's a little, think of like Cloud City and, and um, Coruscant had like a baby. And that's what you guys are landing on right now. But as you uh, are uh, landing, you notice that there are uh, several um, sort of armed guards that are, like, coming up onto the landing strip. And uh, the person that is leading behind them as the guards start to um, sort of uh, get into this kind of formation uh, to ready for your guys' arrival, you notice that there is a uh, very strange-looking being... Um, He's very, they're, they're very lanky and kind of like, they have very stringy hair coming down. Um, they're very, very tall. It must be like 12 feet tall, but they're like, almost like a stick bug with hair, you might be able to say. Okay, I'm going to turn to everybody and say, um, this is going to be fun. Everyone follow my lead. Don't worry, Mr. Human Being. I shall, I shall follow your lead, A.B. Fringle Harris. Every man for himself. Well, um, I really don't have anything else in my life right now, so I'll follow you guys. <laughs> so, uh, I assume you guys are going to go outside then? Yep. So, um, in that case, uh, as you guys open the door of the, the sort of stick bug, the hairy stick bug guy walks up to you and A.B. Fringle you recognize this person you recognize this person um, as your old partner um, but it seems as if uh, they've kind of gotten a like an up like a like a promotion it seems um, to sort of second in command with just like Star Wars <laughs> just like, exactly just like Star Wars is this, except this is, this is not Star Lando? Wars <laughs> I go up to him and I'm like you son of a bitch <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm in. <laughs> um, the old stick bug person walks up to AB 
goes, Well, 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 look what we have here. Hello. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, so this stick bug's name. His name is uh, ZZ Lazo. Are they also Exelian? No. So this is uh, this guy is from a different planet. Um, but this he um, essentially what AB knows about this man is that uh, ZZ is um, is it's like CC like Z E Z E. Um, is that he is sort of also kind of a you you both used to um kind of go around the galaxy looking for like shit to steal essentially zz was a lot better um at like things like negotiations like essentially your opposite ab um and uh as you guys were going around the galaxy um zz was the one that typically um he wouldn't get his hands dirty ab fringle was pretty good at getting his hands dirty just because of how um lackadaisical you were about um you were kind of just happy to have a purpose with with zz but anyways he walks up to you and he he greets you guys and he looks at all three of you and he says your my master is waiting for you is it all right ab what a lovely reception Let's go. I shall follow your lead, A.B. Fringle. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, can we can we have a little little circle up real fast? I thought you had nothing else going on in your life, Mr. Human Being. Yeah, I do. But the last time my people got on a ship and then there were masters, it didn't end up so well. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your concerns, Paris Dawkins. You who have no initiative. <laughs> Please give us your human being history. Alright, so we're going to sit on the floor as I retell A.B. human history according to a black man from the set. So there's no high point at gonna all. Tuck, that's just going to tuck his legs into his body. That's one of my favorite movies. U.S. history according to a black man from the 70s. And from a distance, it looks like a black man from the 70s is explaining human history to a giant trash can. <laughs> man, isn't that how it always goes? And then they shot Martin Luther. I mean, wow. that's fucked up, right? Yeah. No! Exterminated. <laughs> ZZ's, like, looking looking back at his, like, at his, like, men. He's like, what do I do? What? So then, did your people kill the rest of the people, Paris Dawkins? Those who would dare exterminate your leader? Did you exact righteous vengeance? Um, uh, we got disco, so <laughs> yes, a oh. mighty reward, of course. <laughs> this is when Zizi's gonna look at you. And you're like, look, can you please stop talking? I'm going to need you to come with me now, Zizi. I have learned of a great human American hero. His name is Shaft. And I look at <laughs> and I look at Paris and I'm, and I'm like, right? <laughs> Paris is gonna throw up the Soul Brother fist. <laughs> I know Mr. Human Being Shaft would never take mistreatment, and I will not either. You will treat us with respect. As we follow you, yes. From now on, you shall call me Dolomite. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna need Ab Pringle to roll for feelings to try to gain respect <laughs> from his old partner. One. Um, so were you prepared to um to gain respect? No, no. Are you an expert so. in gaining people's respect? Um, kind of. I think because I'm nice. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that one. I rolled two d six. All right. Trying to roll, my my number is four. I got I got a laser feeling. It's just one. You got laser. <laughs> so you definitely you I th- he so ZZ looks at you and he's like and he's like I remember I remember what it was like to be your friend and your partner and he like there's like a flashback mode to all the good times you guys had. Just like shooting up, <laughs> shooting up random people. It's that Beatles you know, song. Good yeah, exactly. Day sunshine. We're sharing fluvian so stanglings on a stick. Not only does do you gain his respect, um, but uh, he uh, promises you some uh, free food from the uh, galactic cafeteria when they get in there. Yes. So he's gonna uh, take you guys in. He's gonna roll you guys by the cafeteria. Grab whatever food you want. There's um, plenty of good stuff to eat, so you guys can put that away for later. Usher one two three nine only eats living things. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's definitely some. Uh, there, there's some uh, very large. Um, what you we what we would call uh, galactic spit roasts. Um, so if you want to grab a couple of those, <laughs> Usher um, one two three could... nine will walk towards the spit roast and then grab the cook. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, when I say that this guy, you guys got so much respect from uh, ZZ, um, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, so you're telling me I can eat the cook? <laughs> oh, you can totally eat the cook. <laughs> Exterminated. <laughs> um, Harvested. Harvested. But then ZZ kind of like gets gets like hard again, and it, and it is like, all Wait, right, <laughs> yeah, he gets like, he's got three penises. Um, <laughs> Do they have drinks? <laughs> Uh, they do. No, um, they have, uh, some, some juice from the native, uh, fruits, um, on Una right there. Um, I, I want an Andromedan Carol Baskintini. <laughs> <laughs> there's no alcohol, there's no alcoholic beverages in this cafeteria. <laughs> I apologize. But anyways, so he gets, he gets hard. When I say he gets hard, he kind of looks at you and remembers what his job was. And he's like, all right, away with us. So he takes you guys, um... Into sort of this like it look it looked really nice and kind of dystopian and like kind of a cool place, um, but then it starts to get darker and like you start to notice there's like spots of different colored blood on the wall, um, and you're going down this hallway and like it's like that scene in uh, Us when they go down to the basement um, and it's like the lights start flickering and there's and, rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely rabbits, um, space rabbits. Uh, and, um, they, uh, you start to hear kind of like some, some, some screams and moaning coming from, uh, inside the doorways, like down the hallway. And as you're walking down, you start to notice that the screams and, uh, the screams and moans aren't exactly painful. Um, they're kind of, dare I say, like, pleasureful moans and screams. And so as you're oh walking, my. I know. Um, so as you're walking down, you start to realize that maybe um, 
this isn't the exact situation you guys might want to be in. Usher one two three nine is going to turn to Paris and say, "I am not used to being in social gatherings. Is this a normal social gathering?" I don't think this is like a group thing we can be attached to, Mister Human Being. Mister Human Being, look, look, look at all of the interesting things all over the place. I told you I'd show you a brand new planet. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, <laughs> as you, Paris is gonna heel turn and walk back down the hallway. You gotta travel, Mister Human Being. Broaden your horizons. Uh, Ab Fringle is correct in this. <laughs> One of the guards is definitely going to stop you, Paris, and like point his mm-hmm. like stun gun at you and, and start pointing to, for you to go the other way. All right, thank you. All right, I was just <laughs> looking for the bathroom. You may uh, relieve yourself on the side of my terminus. <laughs> I do it all the time, Mr. Human. <laughs> you told me. Once, once again, I don't think it's a group activity. I can convert waste. <laughs> we reuse it as fuel. So as you guys are being walked down, you finally get to this very large door, like the door in Snowpiercer. This whole episode is going to be a bunch of similes. It's going to be fucking movie. <laughs> movie version. But anyways, you're you're at the Snowpiercer door, this but there's door not a slide giant open like in Star Trek. <laughs> it does it does slide open. So it's going to slide open upwards, but as you're going, it's like it's steam starts to come out of the bottom. A bunch of hot steam, and as it fu- fully rises, you notice the bug bladder beast of Troll is sitting on a large, gigantic throne with a bunch of like other creatures, a bunch of other aliens, and we're talking like men, women, gender non-conforming, a bunch of you just can't even tell what's in there. But everybody, everybody's naked, except for, except for the bug bladder beast of Troll. Uh, they have um, like a little kind of loincloth over what may be some bits? We don't know. But you walk in there, and the bug bladder beast of Troll looks at all three of you and goes, Hello, minions. Hello. My name is Usher1239, not minion. <laughs> but, uh, he look, they, they look at all, they look at all three of you, and the bug bladder beast of Troll goes, A.B. It's a displeasure to see you again. Then why did you welcome me into your home? You could have just left us outside of your planet. <laughs> you owe me money, A.B. Oh, uh, yes, that's true. Oh, I'd forgotten. Shall I harvest? <laughs> Go ahead. Where are <laughs> my three trillion Altarian dollars? Oh, those money. Oh, um, can I roll to see what I spent it on? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. We'll, we'll do one. We'll um, <laughs> oh yeah, actually, do you? Yeah. <laughs> do you want? Um. So, uh, essentially, I mean, well, we could just we could just tell you what you, I could just tell you what you um, spent it on. So, you got these. You stole these three altri- uh, altri- altarian these tri- three trillion altarian dollars away from. Uh, Royalty, essentially, a royalty from the pla- um, from another planet in the galaxy. Um, and this is just a typical job, um, but this one was a little more high stakes because um, when you did work for the Bug Bladder Beast of Troll, typically what you and Zizi would do would be 
would be to infiltrate these these high like essentially banks and 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 family vaults um to and just bring it back uh to the bug bladder beast and so um, when you got this three trillion dollars i think you didn't spend it on anything i think you definitely just lost it and so when how do you how would you think ab fringle would lose three trillion three trillion altarian dollars like how would how would what would be a way he might lose it i think that after we stole the soul of silver we were traveling around the galaxy with it and we're in front of a black hole and we didn't want to get too close to, to get sucked in. We just wanted to throw stuff into it to like see what would happen. And we ended up throwing all my money, tons of stuff from the ship. And like, it's not important stuff, but it, it would have been if we had it like, like made a it game. a military ship. Yeah. You're like, good shot. <laughs> all right. In that case, I want you to roll feelings to see if you tell the bug bladder beast the truth or not. Oh. So essentially, if you roll correctly, you'll lie to him. Uh, lie to them, but if you if you roll if you roll fail, you you tell the truth. Oh, I got it. I got one success. All right, so you so so you you succeed, um, but it doesn't exactly work out. So he believes you. Uh, what what are you gonna what are you gonna lie to him? What are you gonna say? I I spent all that money on pro- acquiring this sh- ship, the ship that is on your landing pad. And the uh, the bug bladder beast is gonna pull up a a, a a video surveillance of outside to look at the ship, uh, and they believe you. Uh, the bug bladder beast does, but then they look at you and go, "That is not what that money was for." Now you owe me. What was it for originally? <laughs> it's bad enough that you've lost my money. But it's even worse that you've caught your little friends in the mix. But what was it for originally? A.B. Fringle is my friend. <laughs> because whatever you were going to buy it, we could just buy it. We could just... I was going to build a massive statue of myself outside of the capital. We'll take and care he, of that. Don't worry. And then he, he pulls out, and he, and he pulls out as another surveillance camera. But this time, um, it's like obviously a photoshopped, like giant like of a statue he like drew like think of like paint like he just went on paint uh and and, like (laughs) painted like the worst statue of himself he says this was going to be thirty hundred million feet tall thirty that would be three billion i believe (laughs) you understand what i'm saying you owe me a b fringle I, I do not believe that we could construct that A.B. Fringle. <laughs> it would take many more of your lifespan, and I do not know if Paris Dawkins' lifespan is greater or less than yours. Oh, no, we'll be fine. Go ahead and um, da- download the blueprints for me, would you, Usher? The and construction then, will take... <laughs> and then I whisper at everyone, We're going back to the ship. Let's, let's not do this anymore. <laughs> Calculating. Calculating. Uh, while Usher is calculating, calculating. Uh, Paris is going to make his way uh, closer to the Bug Beast Patrol. You, who are you who dares step so close to me? Oh, gracious Bug Bladder Beast of Troll, as he, as Paris is going to half curtsy, half bow, 
I humbly stand before you as a human, which is now an, an extinct species. <laughs> is there is there any mercy in your heart that we could do something else for you to try to get this? How much money did you owe again? As he's going to turn back to A.B. Fringle. <laughs> Three trillion Altarian dollars. Would you like to send air code? <laughs> <laughs> Your three trillion Altarian dollars. Is there something else we could possibly do for you? And he starts to think, and he looks around at all of his, like, naked aliens that are all around him, and they all start to laugh. It's just like a bunch of naked people just laughing all around you guys. Rebooting. I've had this dream before. (laughs) (laughs) And the bug bladder beast looks at you and says, I need you to find him. Would you like to install WinRAR? <laughs> I'm right over here. Hello. I'm over here. Don't uh, worry. Whom would you like us to find? God. Oh, the capital H him. I got it. Calculation complete. <laughs> <laughs> As the blueprint starts to slowly pour out of... Uh, they print out, the out of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> they print out of your butt. He says... I need to speak with him personally. I think he's done me a disservice. And I was going to send some of my best to look for him. But I feel like maybe you three could do this for me. Is this god you speak of a humanoid? No one knows. Yes. (laughs) He's created in our image. (laughs) In a human image? Yeah. Yeah. We're so good at finding human beings. We found so many human beings just today by just pressing a random button. We can do it. And then he looks at Paris and he goes, Could this be God? He is the only human that we know of, so the, the uh, probability is highly likely. Um, 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 I'm, I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a devout Catholic. I am not God. It would be a sin for me to say so. <laughs> <laughs> He, he, then he like sits back in his chair and he says, you three have one week to find God. Otherwise, I will come for you and I will get my vengeance somehow, A.B. Uh, one galactic week or one week on the planet Una? He looks at him and he says... One galactic week, you idiot. Oh, no. All right. (laughs) All right. Let's all get out of here. Don't worry. I believe that was a successful social gathering. (laughs) (laughs) And so he he looks at you three and he goes, Now leave so I can get back to... And then he does like a full head swivel at the room and he goes, To my business. And then all the people in the room start to laugh. They all start to laugh at you guys. All right, we'll we'll leave. Yeah, this is how the dream goes. <laughs> they always end up laughing. <sighs> I almost, I almost thought I had him there. A noon and week is incredibly long. It's about sixty-seven Earth years. All right. Well, how how long is a galactic week? It's about six Earth days. <laughs> Ab Frankel, right. you will need to program uh, this uh, directive into me. To override my primary initiative. Okay. That way we may accomplish this task much quicker 
That's a great idea. I'll have Freddy do it later. Wow! Great work, Earth human! Human being? Earth human, Paris Dawkins, please tell us, where is God? You seemed to know him by your association with your human ritual of Catholicism. When you're dealing with the bloodbladder beast of Troll, you know there's always some sort of string attached that I knew. I knew. As soon as he called us, he had some sort of new mission for me. So, you can help us accomplish it. How can we do this, Earth human being? Well, scripture dictates that he is in his kingdom, heaven. So, if there's like a planet name, heaven, you know of, that would really cut down some time. There is a diner. <laughs> there is a diner. All right. And then we all march back to the ship. <laughs> Right, so going to the you go to the uh, the ship. What's gonna be your guys' first move here? Okay, so do we know? First of did all, did ZZ come with us or did we ditch him? No, so ZZ's gonna escort you out, and uh, he's gonna look at all three. He's gonna look at all three. You go, oh, good luck, have fun out there. Is ZZ our friend or our enemy? <laughs> Didn't he also lose the Altarian dollars? Um. Well, he. Pledged, he pledged his uh, ever loving soul to the bug and his three penises. And his three penises. So um, he's not going to have to worry about it. But he doesn't have a life outside of the bug bladder beast anymore. So did he? So did the beast of troll like send us any information to go on? Or um, so as you guys are leaving, um, ZZ is going to hand you uh, a cube for coordinates and. Uh, that it's it's so even even an infinite improbability drive is gonna need is gonna need coordinates. Um, so he hands you this cube that has the coordinates inside for a good start. Okay. Is this the coordinates of where God is, or I'm gonna put last known whereabouts? Oh yeah. What what is it? Coordinates to what? He just he just hands you the cube and says start here. Okay. Can I put? I want to put type God into um the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, I'm going to, uh, have you roll for lasers and I'll say that you're prepared. Uh, I got one success. One success. So you're going to look into the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and this is what it says. God is a funny man, a mischief maker, one who finds pleasure in the despair of all, the creator of our universe, un- uh, whereabouts unknown, left us without the meaning. How many planets in the galaxy even have religions that like believe in God? There are a bunch of uh, planets in the galaxies that do. Um, there are several that are atheistic that don't believe in any, um, such as the Vogons. Um, but there are uh, plenty of planets in the in the galaxy that do. Okay, but they they might not go by the same name, but they all believe in a God or several. Seems like a rabbit hole. It's too many. Yeah. <laughs> Freddy. Uh, Hi, what can I do for you? Here are the new coordinates. We are going to find God. Find God? Sounds like a trip. Also, in on a much minor scale, please give the monkey cat the new designation Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna call you're gonna call him Shaft? That is his new designation. <laughs> Perfect. He's one bad mother. Freddy? Hi also, there, AB. <laughs> input. 
our new input, our new mission into Usher as his new main directive. Okay, so uh, Freddy's going to. Uh, it's gonna. There's gonna be like a sort of like an arm that comes out and reaches out towards uh, Etchu. Oh God! Um, <laughs> and it's gonna plug into his brain. So uh, his new mission is to find God. Um, essentially, is that what you're saying? Yes, new mission is to find uh, God, and then to a lesser extent, the harvesting of humanoids. <laughs> that way, he can be focused. There. He can be focused on this mission. You put the coordinates in. Into uh, Freddy. Um, unfortunately, um, you guys have pressed the improbability drive so many times um, that when one of you goes for it, it just doesn't work. The drive? This time. Yeah, the, this time. Oh, you said you want to try it? No, no, no. We, we just... Do we have to put the coordinates in the improbability drive? I guess we do. No, so when you give it to Freddy, it's essentially in the... It's already in the program. But when one of you goes to press it, it it just makes like a... Uh, like a... Freddy! Hi, gang! How long would it take for us to simply fly there? To fly to these coordinates? Well, I don't want to say anything, but Paris would definitely be dead by then. <laughs> I feel like that's more than one galactic week. <laughs> <laughs> well, why, why isn't it working? For, uh, uh, that's not my voice. Shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, am I still plugged in? Or... Yeah, you're still plugged in. Okay. So I'm not. I'm not operational. <laughs> well, no, you're operational, but you're just still getting your. You're still getting your. Your your little um right, update your purpose <laughs> yeah your update. So are we like out of gas or? We've got plenty of gas, folks, but everything needs a break every once in a while. Give it a rest, Mister Human Being. I've got a great idea. Take a seat. Listen to my story. It all started <laughs> when I first jumped into my first cockpit. I've driven many ships, you see, and every once in a while I find a new ship. And I fly it off until I find a new ship. Freddy. And then I fly that one off. <laughs> Freddy, diagnostic analysis. <laughs> one day, I was sitting in a Beluvian star cruiser. I'm going to need you to roll lasers <laughs> All right. for a diagnostics. So I can figure out what we need to fix. <laughs> you're um, you're I think an expert I and you're prepared. Inside of this Beluvian star cruiser, I had arrived on my destination just in time to find... You're a four? Yeah. Two successes. All right, so you just do it. So you read the diagnostics, um, and it just says that it needs the only thing that it needs to do is it just needs like a good day, a good couple hours to reset, just because it's it's just it's overheated essentially. So as you guys are uh, doing this and as you're reading the diagnostics, have, are we still on the ground here? Or are you guys taking off? I think we were still on the ground. That was all like immediate stuff. Yeah, we'll take off. Yeah. Um, Alright, so if you guys... So I'm going to need... Uh, AB, I'm going to need you to roll lasers to see how your takeoff goes. Uh, two successes. As two successes. Still, still talking about his past. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, yeah, still talking about as I arrived on Feluvia, two bank robbers jumped into my ship. They had stolen trillions and trillions of Altyrian dollars. That's how I became a robber myself. 
So he gets off. You guys get off the ground and you and you start flying off. You're telling your story. You're telling your story. Um, and uh, Achu, you've finally been unplugged. Um, and then uh, we're gonna move to uh, we're gonna move over to Paris real quick. Paris, I think you've decided to go take a nap. Um, and you start to have a dream again. What's your dream about this time? Uh, this time it's a stop motion claymation dream. Instead of chalk. Uh, uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and it's Paris. He's playing catch with his adoptive father while his adoptive mother is knitting a sweater on the porch. And then Paris's adoptive father throws the ball. He lobs it really high. And Paris is just trying to, trying to find the ball. And then the ball eclipses the sun. And then, like, the normal trajectory of the ball would lead right down, but the ball, the shadow the ball is casting is just getting larger and larger and larger until the sun is just gone. And then it's a huge meteor that strikes Earth and blows it up. That was terrible. So as that meteor is happening, you start to notice behind you, like, sort of like a presence, but it's like an unusual presence. Like, it's almost like outside of a dream in a way, and it screams again, I'm hungry! And that's when you wake up. <laughs> so you're going to wake up, and all of a sudden, you guys hear above you, you hear a... Dum, 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 dum. It appears we have a visitor. You guys got taiko drums in space? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm finishing my story, and I'm like, and that's when I told Usher, Usher, it looks like they have lots of robots here. And that's the first time we met you, Mr. Human Being. It was an incredible journey we've been on. Hey, this is Marcus from The Control Group. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at at ControlGroupPod. That's at C-T-R-L Group Pod. You can always comment, message, tweet to us if you want to suggest a game, say hi, reach out, whatever it is. We'd love to hear it. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. What was that noise? I, I feel like you deflect with intense feelings of happiness to deal with the fact that you've done bad things in your life, AP. But yes, let's investigate that noise. <laughs> I, I sure will go to uh, the the hatch <laughs> on top of the ship. <laughs> so you're gonna go down to the hatch, and you Every ship start has to a hatch, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's a hatch on the above the ship. Like, on top. And then there's, like, a hatch below the ship, like, where the cargo is. I want to go to the top. And you go to the top. So, uh, you go to the top, um, and you notice outside uh, a creature with um, three fins. Uh, one on top, two on the sides, uh, and, a, and a tail with a, with a tail fin at the end. So, actually, four fins. Um, and he's got a helmet on. Greetings. I have a few questions for you. My name is Usher1239. Uh, <laughs> where is the entity known as God? <laughs> the, uh, the the creature is going to look at you and he's going to say, Fuck if I know, man. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, I think Paris hears the I'm hungry from wherever he is just listening and tries to rush out. Alright, uh, as you uh, rush out and you squeeze because Achu has taken up the whole thing, you notice that- Are you a dolphin?
What the, what the fuck do I look like? Of course I'm a fucking dolphin, dude. <laughs> like like an Earth dolphin or like a space dolphin? Let me in, man. I'm fucking hungry. I will confer with my <laughs> captain, and then I shall ask you more questions. I was just going to go down and talk to Abe. <laughs> Hello, Usher. I don't know how to take this, but I saw, I heard that dolphin in a dream. I don't know if that's normal space etiquette, but, um, on Earth, that'd be pretty foreboding. There is a dolphin on our hull. He wants food. I don't know what that word is, <laughs> but all right, let him in. Or she, or they. Paris definitely explained dolphins during the history. <laughs> oh, of Earth. you mean dolphins? <laughs> of course. Wait, so dolphins were in... <laughs> I thought it was the history of America. <laughs> it's a huge part. SeaWorld was half of that. Yep. He definitely talked about the injustices of, of SeaWorld and Shamu. So, uh... Yo, so people, bring, so you, people, their people have been through so much. <laughs> we must help them. Exactly. They're brothers, just like us. So you pull the dolphin in, and he looks at you guys, he's like, you guys got fish in here? What do you got? Give me something. Is he flying or is he standing on his dorsal fin or his bottom fin? So now uh, he's definitely like floating. He, he, he's, uh, he's, he's following the rules of gravity in the ship, but he's floating. Can I type into the um, ship's cafeteria or whatever human water-based delicacies? As he does that... Usher will ask the dolphin, Do you believe in the entity known as God? Hell if I know, man. The only thing I know is that I'm fucking hungry. <laughs> hey, hey, um, uh, um, what, what may I call you, first of all? Well, I'll be honest with you, man. You look like a nice guy, but your human friends were assholes. Every single one of them. They called me Zipper. Oh. What kind of fucking name is Zipper? <laughs> All right, Zipper. Well, I cannot account. <laughs> I cannot account for the paler skin version of humans. <laughs> but I know if we were in charge of y'all, we wouldn't have done that to y'all. We already know what it's like to be in an enclosed space with lots of water. You've missed my point. I don't want to be called Zipper anymore. But I then tell me what your name is. <laughs> I've never thought about it. I've never had anybody help me. I don't have many friends. And then he looks off into space. Uh, I was just going to turn to to, uh, to uh, Paris and say, A nameless being? Perhaps this is the god we search for. <gasps> of course! <laughs> many, many histories of various religions on planets in the solar system do not name their god. What are the chances we would find another creature from Earth? This god was made in the dolphin's image! <laughs> He did speak to me in my dreams. Come on, guys. Help me out. What are you going to name me? Because I don't have many options. Did you get him food yet? Yeah, did, did I find any food for him? <laughs> yeah, so you did. Um, so you give him you give him some food that looks like a fish, and he eats half of it, spits it out, and is like, that's the best I'm going to get. And then he eats the stuff that he spit out. I think something about his the fact that he's always hungry would be like a funny one. Like... Timothy, I don't know. Timothy. 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 Are we shouting you, Gluttony? Gluttony? That's a great name. Gluttony. 
Gluttony. Gluttony. All right. <laughs> I, I'll i take it. It's the best I can get. It's better than Zipper. I'm really trying to re-identify myself. I love it. <laughs> Gluttony so, the dolphin. He looks at you three and he goes, Thanks for taking me out of there. It's It's been a long time since I've been around. Friends. Have you just been floating around yes. in space? <laughs> How did you find your way to the planet Una? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. We used to live on planet Earth. I left with at least eight of my friends. All nameless. I just knew them by how I looked at them. I'd be like, hey, you. And they'd know by the inflection in my voice. And I'd look at another one and be like, hey, you. And they know exactly what I'm talking about. But I left with eight of them. And as I was leaving the planet Earth, the Voguns, they ran over seven of them. With his, okay, so there's still yeah, one. It's really hard. <laughs> I uh, had one friend, and we were out here for a while. We were, we were both males. I've never tried that gay stuff before, but then I tried it, <laughs> and it was actually pretty fun. But then I lost him too. You have had a very tragic life, Gluttony. <laughs> I know, well, that one didn't even die. He just said he was annoyed with me, and he started swimming in the other direction. Well, with the human being civil rights movement and new <laughs> new sexual liberation movement, you could be free in any way that you suppose. That sounds good to me. And he looks at uh, Paris, and he goes, You're familiar, though. I know I've seen you before. You Were you encaptured in the Toronto Zoo? Perhaps he was a sexual partner of yours. <laughs> no, I I would remember if I had sex with this guy. Oh, thank you. I, I guess. <laughs> but no, I I don't really know where I was. Just somewhere in the vicinity of New York, I guess, maybe. Oh, I have been to the New York Zoo before. Man, that's not it though. <laughs> And so you're gonna you're gonna look at him and you're gonna uh uh you start to feel um actually uh Dennis I want you to roll um feelings right now. You got a five. That's above my feels, so yeah, success. So you start to feel like a like a pain in your head, kinda like a kinda like a a quick migraine as as you kinda look as you kinda look at him. But then it goes away, but you definitely feel a connection to this dolphin. Like some sort of like almost psychic connection, maybe. <laughs> Paris is gonna just stare directly at Gluttony and try to speak to him with his mind. Can can you hear this? And then in his mind, he goes, "What the fuck? How'd you get in here?" <laughs> Paris silently is just gonna turn <laughs> to AB and. Usher, uh, sure. I think I'm gonna go back to bed. Actually, <laughs> uh, the the um the the dolphin's gonna look at all three of them. And go, cool. Where do I sleep? Would you like to join our crew? Yeah. That'd what be is nice. your What is your proficiency, Gluttony? Gluttony is gonna be like, well, uh, I'm pretty good at tricks. Pretty. Your smart. primary directive <laughs> is trickery. Yeah, actually, you know, I, uh, uh, I, I get people to do whatever I want for me. 
get them to feed me. Uh, pretty That's good at that. worked, Mr. Dolphin Bean. <laughs> you succeeded in that. And look who, look at that. That is that was completely intentional. Wow. A.B. <laughs> Fringle, a- will you approve Gluttony's membership on our crew? Well, Mr. Dolphin Bean, in order to be part of our crew... You must pay a flat rate of ten human being dollars. And then I, like, wink at Mr. Paris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I, uh, and I, he looks over at Paris and he's like, can I, can I spot you? Can you, can you spot me? Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. As, like, Paris, <laughs> Paris is just, like, slowly inching away from Gluttony after the psychic link. Perfect. We're going to need your skills, Mr. Dolphin Bing. We're going to need lots of tricks, lots of... Interesting things. We're going to need lots of strategy because we are on our way to find the galaxy's one and only god. A.B. Fringle, we have not yet conferred with our third crew member. And then uh, uh, Usher's going to walk over to like a panel and open it and then Shaft is going to burst from it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not trained at all. He just freaks out like flying everywhere. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I need you to. I need you to roll for feelings to convince um, Shaft that he's okay with. He's gonna be okay with. You're the you're the captain. <laughs> this is our Exalian monkey cat. Do you like him, Shaft? And Shaft is gonna go. <laughs> well, when he dies, one. I think. <laughs> are you prepared for that? I think I, I think I'm an expert in Exalian animals. True. That's true. Yeah, yeah, you're an expert. I don't think you're prepared to convince yeah, a monkey yeah. cat, though. You said feelings. Yeah, feelings. One success, I got. <laughs> One success. Yeah. So he's gonna he's gonna like he's gonna like qualify with this. Like he's gonna be like I'm indifferent. Like I don't care that he's here, but I also I would also not care if he left. Like, but he kind of. He, I mean, you can't. For some reason, uh, Babelfish are unable to... You don't really understand his screeches. Because it's not really a language. It's kind of just like screaming. Um, <laughs> so he just so... keeps screeching. And I'm like, that's exactly the response I expected, Mr. Shaft. Welcome, <laughs> Mr. Gluttony. He's a complicated man, but no one understands him but his woman. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're going to end the session for today. Um, just a reminder, I've been your DM, Hadley Singer, and then there's also been... My name is Marcus, I play A.B. Fringle. <laughs> My name is Nick, and I play Asha1239. My name is Dennis, and I play Paris Dawkins. Those All are right, our see you guys, see you next time. than two.